Hello there, you beautiful people. My name is Alicia, and I'm your host. How are you doing today? It has been a week since we last spoke. I hope that something good has happened in your life. My week has been kind of eventful. Today is October 7th, 2022, and we're gonna kick off the episode with a little bit of Today in History. But before we get into that, I would like to shout out my first sponsor, Manscaped. Use code Alicia for 20% off. Now, Manscaped is not just for men. This is for women, too. I use the razor. I absolutely love it. The little light on the lawnmower lets you see exactly what you're cutting and what you are not cutting. So, today in history, October 7th, 2022. Well, let's rewind back to 2001. On October 7, 2001, the U.S. invasion of Afghanistan in reaction to terrorist attacks of 9-11 begins. This will become the longest war in the U.S. history. So, 9-11 happened when I was very young. I want to say I was in first grade, Um, but I remember the day very vividly. I was in school, and they kind of just put on a movie, and they really... Um, You could tell the teachers were kind of like hustling around and, you know, something big was going on, but they really did not want us to know until parents came and got us or the school buses brought us back home and, you know, we got to see on the news exactly what was going on. I'm sure that people who were a little bit older than me, they probably got to know right away, um, like if you were in high school back then, I'm sure that they probably had a much different experience. But I feel myself, I was kind of shielded from that experience, um, from what was going on, kind of protected a little bit. But what I find absolutely wild is I go to the gym or I go to work and I'm alongside these full-grown adults who were not born during 9-11. And I don't know if it's that big of a deal to you guys, but to me, it is just mind-boggling. A lot of my free time as a teenager was spent just deep diving on YouTube about all of the different conspiracies and about, you know, how about 9-11 was an inside job and all of those different things. So, I don't know. Just that not being a part of my childhood, just, I couldn't fathom it. But I guess it was just prominent in my childhood. But speaking of YouTube, I have been watching this show lately called Kill Tony. And if you guys don't know what it is, you guys have to fucking check it out. Kill Tony, um, the host is Tony Hinchcliffe, and there's also Brian Redband. It is a live podcast that is put on at the Volcan Gas Company in Austin, Texas. So basically, all of the guests will um, come and if they want to, put their name into a hat, and if your name is drawn out of the hat, you will go on stage, and you will give a one-minute comedy set in front of some of the best comedians that there are in the world currently. So he has on co-hosts like Joe Rogan, Shane Gillis, Hans Kim, this is Hans Kim, this is Hans Kim, and then uh, Michael Montgomery, he is a... I guess regular at the comedy club and 
you know, at first I was, like, a little bit on the line about him because he gets up there and he makes kind of, like, weird jokes and he just fucking yells the whole time. But after a couple episodes, like, he had me. He had me uh, drawn in. But who this show um, introduced me to that I think is my favorite person on there, David Lucas. He is a comedian who the entire time he's up there during... (laughs) Not only the one-minute set, but the entire interview that happens after the one-minute set is just spent roasting absolutely everybody and anybody. Him and Tony go at it, and it is some of the funniest shit. One of the comedians, I can't actually remember his name right now, but, um, so he's in a wheelchair. Um, and the first episode that I ever saw that he was on, he made a joke that he can still fuck bitches because he ain't fat. And Shane Gillis happened to be the one of the co-hosts that was on that episode, so um, seeing Shane's reaction was really funny. I think the set before that, he actually was talking about how fat, confident guys can fuck bitches, and then the disabled guy came up on the stage and just fucking roasted him. Check it out, for sure. I guess on a different social media... Guys, I'm not allowed to be monetized on Instagram anymore until after Christmas. So a couple of years ago, like people were eating Tide Pods and all that shit and licking ice cream and putting it back and and all these other things that are obviously very bad for you. And I don't really think that these other people were getting banned and all that shit. But um, yeah, I posted a meme about silica packets. Which basically just said, if you eat a silica packet, you're gonna, you you could uh, leave the matrix. And to me, I don't think that that meme is like too harmful. Like, I think it's funny. It's satire. It says right on it, do not eat. I thought that Instagram would be down for my sense of humor, but they're not. I posted on Twitter though. Twitter kind of lets like anything go. Um, I definitely have seen people saying recently that the Twitter, um, it's gotten strict or whatever, but I don't know what you guys are posting that Twitter is banning you from. They've only, um, given me, I think, one warning ever. Facebook. Facebook is a whole different beast, though. I have, this year on Christmas, last year on Christmas, actually, I was definitely banned from that, too. Guys, I think I need to, like, cool it on social media now that I'm going down this little fucking rabbit hole. But on Christmas, like, I mean, come on. I just told somebody that I was going to punch them in the face. I'm a mixed martial artist. It's what I do. It's a fact. As Eddie Bravo says, just look into it. Also, what you can look into. Last week, on last week's episode, I talked about the Hot One Sprinkles, and... I tried the video that I told you guys I was going to try. So, just as a recap, Hot Ones collabed with Pringles. They put out three different flavors of Pringles. I got the Los Calientes Verde ones. One at a time, not terrible. Like, definitely not a one-chip challenge, nothing like that. So, I decided it was going to be smart to um, see how many I could fit in my mouth and then eat them all at once. And in the video, I got 13 
I probably could have gone like one or two more, but I, I didn't want to try. Like nobody was home. If I died, I was going to die making a video of seeing how many Pringles I could eat. And I didn't want to go down like that. But I got 13. And, um, guys, this video was disgusting. I didn't think about, like, with having spicy shit in my mouth and my mouth being open that long, that it was just going to produce a disgusting amount of drool. But, yeah, check it out. I posted it on YouTube. While I was in the grocery store the other day, I saw these spicy cinnamon toast crunch uh yeah the spicy cinnamon toast crunch cereal and i was like that's probably gonna be disgusting but i'm gonna buy it and i'm gonna try it and i'm gonna make a video of it so that's probably what i'm gonna post next week definitely check it out i have not tried them yet i haven't even smelled them yet i can only imagine how the spicy cinnamon milk is gonna taste after I actually have the cereal. Um, that is actually what I am most worried about because spicy milk does not sound like good at all. Yeah, but I don't know. I'll give you an update next week. I'll let you know how it was. But on another note, I almost hit a cat on the way to work this week. So I was driving down to 25 and it was super dark. I saw a little kitten run across and of course I hit my brakes and then I didn't see the cat I didn't see it run across the road so I decided I was gonna get out of my car because I didn't want to like you know almost save its life and then kill it as soon as I got out of my car I heard some meowing I didn't know where it was coming from so I did some investigating in the time it took for me to stop and get out of my car this cat had climbed up inside my car. So now, running late to work, have a cat in my car, and I cannot drive, and I can't go anywhere, or else I'm probably gonna, you know, won't end well. So I pull over to the side, and I swear, I was trying to get this thing out of my car for like 15 minutes, I was trying to reach my hand up there, couldn't reach it, got short arms, big problem so I decided I was gonna like inch forward a little bit because like I started blowing my horn didn't care about it it's gonna inch forward inch forward on like the third time of me inching forward and stopping it got out and ran across the road there was another car coming at the time so I thought for sure this little thing was gonna run out in front of the other car and get hit after I just saved its life but whoo that was pretty anticlimactic but for me at the time very fucking stressful situation. And definitely, like, if things would have went south, would have made for a terrible fucking day. Today I got some good news. I will be fighting on Fight to Win in Pittsburgh tomorrow. I don't remember who my opponent is, if I'm being completely honest. They sent me one girl. I said, yeah. They sent me another girl. And I was like, Seth, I will fight literally anybody that you give me. I'm there. Here's the video of my weight. If you guys would like to tune in, I think that it starts at 5 o'clock and I should be up around 7 o'clock. And you can watch it on Flow Grappling. Now, to my favorite part of the podcast, the phone line call-in. If you guys didn't know, you can call in and the number is 216 202 
4014. The first voicemail is from my friend, Joel Rojas. What is up, everybody, man? This is fucking Joel Rojas, Joel Rojas. However the fuck you want to call me, as long as you fucking call me by my name, we straight. Lay here, literally laid up, fucking recovering from hip surgery and, you know, just like the name of the podcast, my fucking body's a work in progress, man. I'm fucking, I'm fucking laid up here smoking on some sour D. My, my family's out the fucking house, I'm only just laying here, just fucking watching reruns and shit, just waiting for the next work in progress episode to drop. Shout out to Alicia and all she does. You can catch me on my show, Beyond the Cage with Joelle, and that's on Twitter, Beyond underscore Cage MMA. Facebook and Instagram, Beyond the Cage with Joelle podcast, and, you know, Alicia's just... I mean, for being the smallest motherfucker I know, and, and I mean, I have a toddler. You got to understand, I see my toddler running around, climbing on fucking furniture and shit. So I got to imagine that this is the way that this must be on a daily basis for Alicia. She must play parkour just to fucking climb off the fucking sidewalk. But um, yeah, man, shout out to her and everything she's doing, man. One up. Thank you for calling in, Joel. I hope that you are having a great recovery and a speedy recovery. You know, that parkour shit, you might have been making a joke, but that shit ain't a lie. I was in the break room the other day at work and I had to climb up onto the um, the counter to actually get a plastic fork that was at like the top on the, like so in the cupboards on the absolute top shelf. Yeah, so definitely doing some parkour in my everyday life. And also, make sure you guys check out Beyond the Cage with Joel Rojas. I've been on this podcast, on his podcast so many times, and he always has so many good guests on, and I don't know, he gets, he gets in depth, his, his, um, his interviews are fun. I am very selective about who I interview with, and Joel is one of the few people that is in the general rotation of who I absolutely love, you know, keeping, keeping up with, honestly. So the next caller is Will Finn, and we are going to get into a little bit of MMA talk with this one. Alicia, what's going on? It's Will. In the social media world, we've seen Bo Nico going absolutely nuts, but kind of playing both sides of the favorite and the heel. But I think at this point in his career, I think he should embrace the full heel moment where he takes on them all cars and uh everybody on social media going after him uh i love it what do you think so growing up wrestling in ohio and pennsylvania i have to admit that i am biased i'm a big fan of bo nickel um i watched him wrestle growing up and so i think that if he took on the full heel persona like people are already hating on him fuck it he's gonna be one of the best uh he might be new in the world like in the world of MMA, but as he keeps climbing the ranks, I have no doubt in my mind that he is going to be great. So fuck it. Yeah. Let's see him take on the full heel role and let's see him just take on absolutely everybody that he can and beat them. But I would hate to see him 
be thrown into the mix and into the deep end too soon. We saw, you know, Aaron Pico with his debut um, was on Bellator and, you know, he was kind of thrown into the deep end and we saw the consequence that happened for that. So I just hope that they don't, you know, rush it too much because I would like to see him actually work his way up to a title shot the way that it should be done. And next, uh, yeah, well, just, just fucking enjoy this one, guys. What's up, motherfucker? This is one of your best friends from Michigan calling to let you know that I fucked your mother while you're gone out of town. Fuck you. Fuck you. That's all. You know what? How about you stop fucking talking about it and you just be about it? Instead of just saying, oh, Alicia, I fucked your mother. How about let's see you actually slide in her DMs and actually try to fuck my mother. All right. Let's see how that goes. So you know what? I don't think it's going to go in your favor. Thank you guys for calling in. And once again, the number is 216-202-4014. Call in to be on next week's episode Literally anything goes. Call, leave a message, whatever you guys want to want to say. You guys have heard the last two episodes. You guys know how it goes. And I want to give one final shout out to my last sponsor, Hailstorm Development. She talks with business owners to get a deeper level of understanding of their organization and what their goals are, whether those goals are financial-based, growth-based, or just personal goals for an entrepreneur. She can bring those dreams to life by building a unique and customized website that their customers and employees will be enthralled to use. Again, that is Hailstorm Development. The lady who runs this is Haley Turner. This woman is an absolute badass. I have seen this woman get in the cage in absolutely Diaz style, beat a bitch's ass. So get your website done right from a girl who knows how to fight. Kind of just came up with that one. I should be a poet kind of am. I have a book out. If you guys want to buy it, it's in the link in the bio. But yeah, that's the last uh, ad that I'm going to push on to you guys tonight. I hope that you enjoyed the episode. I enjoyed sitting here and talking with you guys. And I hope you guys have a beautiful week. And do something nice. Do something fun. Do something that fulfills the soul. Give out a few compliments. More than More than anything, stay safe. I love you. Until next time, goodbye.